Hello and welcome to episode number 285 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. We are back again, back with a, another foreign language movie. Yeah, we don't watch English movies at home anymore. No, we apparently don't. Um, and again, this kind of just happened randomly again, where we were just looking at our backlog of things that we were interested in. This was the one that kind of piqued our interest. And then it was a case of, oh, yeah, it's another subtitle movie. We've done a lot of them so far this year. Um so yeah, we will be discussing a classic horror story shortly. Um, but first, we start with the news. There is actually quite a lot this week. Um, I already got rid of some bits, and maybe I'll chuck them on next week if it's a more traditional, uh, quieter news week, because I like to keep these slim so far. Um, but there's a bunch of trailers that came out, mm-hmm. and we need to not bury the lead here, because no. we've got easily the trailer that we wanted to see the most this year. Um I would say it's got to be our most anticipated movie as a podcast, even though there is some big movies this year. I'm struggling to think off the top of my head a movie that I'm more excited about um, than, of course, Jordan Peele's third horror movie, Nope. Um, And yeah, we kind of knew this was coming. There was a little teaser ahead of it dropping uh, at the Super Bowl. And then we got the first full trailer, which is always a joy. Like, I remember when... The Us trailer dropped. Um, it was either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. and It might have been Christmas Day. Yeah, it was just like, I was like, oh my God, what is this song? What is this movie about? This mm. looks insane. I loved everything about it. And it was just such an awesome time right up until obviously seeing the movie um, and obviously the movie completely delivering. Um, so yeah, we, we really didn't know obviously much about Nope. We got like a small poster ages ago. We got free mm. cast announcements and we got the release date of July 22nd. That was it. So mm. we literally had nothing uh, you know, about this. And we now know a lot more um, having seen this trailer um what what are your thoughts on the first trailer for nope yeah it was just it was just kind of mental really (laughs) like um i haven't i've only watched it once because i almost like didn't Mm. know whether i want to keep watching it um i think like jordan does a great job of of not like cocking things up with his trailers and like this one feels the same where it's just kind of definitely we know a lot about the movie but we also know nothing about the movie yeah. Like, you know, we, we kind of know tonally, you know, what it what it's about, where it's set and what what the kind of threat and horror and, you know, what kind of wheelhouse this is going to delve into. M- much like with us, like we got the, you know, we could see the two families kind of there and, and there was a little bit of backwards and forwards and you got a gist, but you didn't fully know still what us meant. You know, with this, we can see that it's, you know, there are alien vibes from the second the trailer starts and I think kind of as the trailer goes on it gets more and more interesting where the angle's going to be because I think when when it first kind of popped and I was like oh, okay I was like mm, is this what I wanted from him like did I want signs like I, I don't and then like as it started to go on I was like oh no I mean this is Jordan Peele making a goddamn horror movie I don't care what 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 section he's in like it's going to be banging mm. Yeah, I pretty much agree. I've only seen it a couple of times and it is definitely one that I'm like, okay, I've seen it now. That's like uh, enough. You know, I don't need to know anything else. And I think, yeah, even getting hints of it being this kind of alien invasion movie is something that I just never thought in a million years that that would be kind of Jordan's next project. And I think that's what's so exciting is like we didn't know what he was going to do next. Um, And 
it's not what you'd expect and it's exciting i like the trailer i don't think mm-hmm. it's um like a spectacular trailer um it's i don't think us. it's no I of course the thing is that us was exquisite i think you know I, I can't think of a trailer better than us yeah um and and yeah th- th- this is yeah not as good as that but that's that's not a problem it's just that us set the bar higher than any other trailer i've seen yeah my my favorite two trailers since we've been doing this show is us and last night in soho they would be my two favorite trailers um but yeah it's it's really good and like i say i think it it does like like you say do a great job of just setting up what the setting is um and what the movie's going to be be about without actually showing you where it's like i i'm pretty convinced that like most of this trailer is in the first act um obviously it's a trailer so there are these like very small glimpses of stuff that might be very important and that's definitely the stuff that i'm going to like try and forget and i'm not gonna like go through it painstakingly and like pause it frame by frame because i'm sure there's some really crazy stuff in there um but yeah i mean it's jordan's next movie we were always going to be there day one i can't wait man like just full full hype and excitement it's one of those things that now you've seen the trailer it feels so much more real i know that that's a big thing for me yeah it's like oh my god we're five months away from his third movie like that's so exciting we we know this we know this thing is like made it's made Mm. enough to produce this trailer and like you know we're getting down the line with it and yeah that's the most exciting thing and i think i think you know the the scale of this movie looks bigger um as well you Mm. know kind of you know to do a sci-fi kind of you know alien invasion type movie we we see a lot of um, shadow, you know, of what this UFO might look like. And, and we kind of, you know, it feels big. It feels big in scale and in terms of, you know, that this isn't going to be just, just fully isolated. I know we see the characters like on the farm that, that, that are going to be in it throughout, but it feels like it's going to go wider than that as well. And, and, you know, it's exciting to see that, you know, he's got all the, the, all the colors in his palette that he needs at this point. You know, yeah. we know that he's got the skill set. We know that he can get the right people on the the job, but we also know that he's he's got the budget as well. Yeah, and he he he's just got yeah he's got the keys to the candy shop, and I can't wait to see what he does. The last thing I will say, because yeah, you just mentioned it then, and it's such a good point, is like I never expected Jordan Peele to make like a sci-fi mix mm. as well, and so yeah, someone who adores sci-fi, I'm I'm even more down. I'm like hell yes so yeah I'm, I'm so excited for this movie um a few more trailers that came out in the past week we can kind of bash through a few of these quite quickly um mm-hmm. the first one again i don't even know if this is ever featured in the news but um they're doing a i guess a remake or another version um of the stephen king novel firestarter um so this is coming out on may 13th so you know pretty close mm. and um this trailer came out this was the one trailer of all these that i only watched like a minute of it because it's a three minute long trailer <laughs> which is just mental for a horror movie especially a horror movie that's just a seemingly about a girl who has some powers like yeah. i want to see that stuff happen in the movie i don't want to see it in the trailer um so i saw the first minute and i was like yeah this is kind of interesting i've never seen firestarter um it's one of those movies i'd very much put in the category of children of the corn where i know that that cover art from like a very early age seeing that box art of like drew barrymore you know on the cover of firestarter i've just never watched it so um have you have you seen the original and what and i guess no, what did you make if you saw this trailer it's a weird one i'm the same like i've never seen the 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 original it, it was kind of like I remember at the time just being like, I've seen Carrie. Like, yeah. 
Um, and I know that's a dumb statement when when these movies are, you know, you know, probably night and day different. But it was just like, oh, you know, I've seen this kind of young girl with with these powers and stuff, and Carrie was awesome. But like, I don't know why I've not seen it. And and mm. having watched this trailer, I think it's um, it looks interesting. It looks it looks kind of um, it doesn't look like a, a you know because it's because obviously this is like a Bloomhouse production. Mm. Like, um, I, 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 if I, if I didn't see it was Bloomhouse, I would have probably been saying it's, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's got these thriller elements. It's got this supernatural element, but it's not overly horror. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, I think it looks good and I'm, I'm excited to see it. I think, um, with, with the, the trailer kind of being that long, it, it is kind of crazy where you do, you know, you do pretty much get the, the opening minute and a half which is the first act and then you clearly get later you know some stuff later on there are certain, there are certain characters where i'm like well you're you're gone <laughs> <laughs> from from watching the trailer and, and so yeah i don't know why it was so long yeah it's a bizarre when they make these trailers that way the, the one final thing i will say about this movie because i just remembered it um zach efron plays the dad in yeah. this trailer and that was a hell of a mind fuck to see Zac Efron old enough to play the father role in movies now. Like, yeah. obviously, he's old enough to be a dad, but like seeing that, seeing seeing him being cast as that of like, oh, mm. I'm the older guy now. Like, that is weird yeah, exactly. to me. He's only in like his mid thirties. He's you know <laughs> some some mid thirties blokes are still playing seventeen year olds in movies. Yeah, and I'm sure he could if he just like yeah. shaved. But like, yeah, it's it was. I was kind of like, I was like, that guy really looks like Zac Efron. I was like, oh my god, yeah. it is Zac, it is Zac Efron. He's playing the dad in a horror film. What is going on? Um, Remember when Leo decided to just age like twenty years? That, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what Efron's done, but but in his mid thirties. <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. Um, next up, this is I don't really have too much to say about this one, but I threw it in there because I did quite like this trailer. I kind of just watched it on a whim, and I was like, oh, this is quite fun. Um, basically, it's a movie called Dark Glasses um which is i guess the translation um because it's dario argento's new film um who hasn't done a movie in i think at least 10 years um so this is kind of his return or uh, to the especially the genre um this one doesn't have like a proper date i think it's airing at a festival soon um mm. so this was kind of like the trailer off the back of that um but agento is someone who yeah again is one of these huge names that i'm just not that familiar with um i've really i've not seen deep red or a few of his other kind of classic jello movies um but i liked the trailer i was vibing mm. with it and, and it was a trailer where if i just knew nothing about it i would want to watch that film um what did you make of it yeah i'm uh i'm the same with you with with argento where i've seen i have seen deep red and suspiria yeah i've had demons sat uh the 4k demons sat on my shelf for the longest time i forgot that was him yeah haven't haven't watched it yet he he um i think he did the screenplay for that right i have no idea yeah i could have sworn that's an argento but maybe not i'm sure it is but um but as soon as you said that i was like is it argento (laughs) but um I thought I thought this trailer looked good. I think um, you know it's an interesting uh, kind of idea. It looks very visceral from the, from the gore we've got in it, and and yeah, like even though Agento is not a guy that that I'm super like a fan of in the past, I I'm excited to have this horror auteur kind of coming back to the you know the wheelhouse. You know when you think of you know when you know, when we kind of had um, Romero kind of wanting to get more films made and everything else, like, you know, I, I'm more than happy to see see these guys back. And so, yeah, I mean, he's not, I can't, 
remember like the last time I've seen a Argento movie being kind of you know um, advertised or coming out. Like I say, I'm not a, not a person that follows him, but I feel like it's yeah, well over ten years. Might even be fifteen years. Yeah, it's been a while, so I think it is cool that he's doing it. Um, you are right, by the way, with Demons. Um, he was one of the writers, and he also produced that movie. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. There was something about it where I was just like, oh, okay, I'll click on this because it's you know mm. Gento's attachment. I was like, no, this is like a fun movie. I like the premise yeah, of it, and I well. like the style of it. So um, yeah, definitely want to check that one out. Um, this next one kind of came out of nowhere, like because I don't know if I was even aware this movie existed, and it's weird because we were talking about this filmmaker off air like a week ago. Mm. Yeah. Um, so um alex garland who obviously um the, the two movies that he's directed so far um ex machina and annihilation um i think are both 10 out of 10 science fiction movies and Incredible. he's he's absolutely fantastic you know one of one of britain's best uh, creators in my opinion um he's got a new movie that's coming out and it's out very soon um mm. so uh, the movie's called men uh, and this is another a24 joint um so again this is coming out may 20th but who knows with the release date i'm always worried with a24 like do not screw us with x because i'm really excited for that one um but this one was a I'm less worried about this than i am x because i feel like with this one with it having british vibes i feel you like hope we, so, we won't you? Just do as much but i'm probably setting up for a fail <laughs> i was gonna say i was thinking that <clears throat> didn't want i didn't want to put it out there in the universe um but yeah this was obviously this isn't this is like a, a teaser you know like it's yeah. a couple of scenes it's set in the mood um i have no idea what this movie's about other than it's kind of like this woman who keeps seeing either a guy or different men from like a distance um these men. Are, yeah it's almost like an it follows type thing where they're just always there lingering coming towards yeah, her and she can't get yeah. away um but just it's beautifully shot like everything in this trailer looks stunning to me um and i'm gonna go see it because it's alex garland so i yeah it's it's exciting because it looked like a horror movie not like a science fiction movie like i'm sure maybe there is some sci-fi stuff in there um but yeah like a24 alex garland i'm all over this one um yeah i mean even was... just the poster for it looks gorgeous yeah. and i think you know annihilation is still one of the most gorgeous movies i've ever seen like at home for mm. the first time um you know you see cinema you see movies at cinema that blow you away then you see them at home and they're never you know they're never as good as they are on the big screen but seeing annihilation just just on you know my my tv it it, it completely blew me away visually and i think mm. um you know that that already kind of shows with this that he's just got such an eye for it and um yeah the, the actual kind of premise it's just one of these you know weird like you say kind of concept trailers almost where i'm like okay i i'm just sold on what this guy's resume says hmm. so so yeah the fact that it, it seems like it's going to be a horror movie hell yeah the one thing about alex garland i want to mention as well is um you never watched that tv show did you called devs no so he um, wrote and directed every episode of that. So it's kind of <laughs> like the classic Mike Flanagan, whereas eight episodes, he was like the creator and, yeah, like I say, wrote and directed all episodes. And that's a really good show. Like, I'd really recommend you watch it. I don't know how much I spoke about it on the podcast, but it was one of those ones that it, it, it all just, like, dropped on iPlayer. So I don't know if it's still on there because that's where I watched it when it came out, I think, in, like, 2019 or 2020. Um, but it was – and I just kind of, like, buzzed through it in a week. And it was really awesome, and it's one of those ones that's really 
really stay with me the way it kind of it's full sci-fi it's full about kind of ai and you know the way they tie in with like dealing with deep family loss and personal loss and kind of like trying to paper over those cracks with ai it's just it's very fascinating i i really really appreciate it and yeah definitely check it out if you're an alex garland fan because it was obviously like you say his last big project um in between movies and yeah like it's cool to see that because i think flanagan is one of those few that have done it this kind of like mm. transition between the two but i definitely want to give a shout out to alex for doing something similar and it's just like no one really watched that show and it's really really awesome um yeah i don't remember you talking about it on the podcast before yeah, you have to let me know if you ever see mm. it, because I might, I might want to watch it again, because it's one of those ones that I really liked it, and then as the years have gone on, I keep thinking about certain themes and moments in that show that have really stayed with me. Um, but yeah, and then lastly, <laughs> this last little trailer I threw in here for some fun, um, because it looks ridiculous, um, is a movie called Crabs um which sadly doesn't have a release date yet um but i'd be more than happy to see this one at fright fest um because it's basically about a bunch of uh, is it killer crabs or a, or one crab. giant crab or a bunch of different creatures oh, it's, a bunch. it's a bunch of crabs like six yeah like, well well kind of like almost like alien where no, there's like kaiju they, in this yeah, like the giant small. stuff then they're six foot and then we get absolute uh yeah we get godzilla type level stuff in yeah. this yeah yeah I love this trailer. It was ridiculous, and it, I was totally vibing with it. I was like, yes, this is the type of co- sort of dumb comedy where it's got that slacks level where it's like, okay, here's this dumb concept that hopefully is yeah. done well. But, like, the actual scale of it was impressive, where they were pulling off, like, a giant monster movie, clearly on a minuscule budget. So, yeah, I, I really like this trailer. Yeah, I thought it looked great. You know, um, this this is the perfect... Uh fright fest midnight screen yes definitely you know um you just watch this where you've been drinking for hours and hours <laughs> you've, you've been up for like 20 hours almost at this point you've already seen like six horror movies that day you know you've got six movies the next day to watch but you're going to stay <laughs> there and watch crabs for an hour and a half or hopefully 70 minutes if you're lucky <laughs> yeah. and um and it's yeah like uh, uh, yeah that would be perfection but yeah i, I think i think this looks in all seriousness so it does even look a little bit more you know more polished and and mm. could be more fun than that um as well and and it yeah you know we've we've had piranha we've had a few of these different things and and i've i've enjoyed most of these dumb uh aqua- aquatic horror movies that we've seen <laughs> it's like yeah, a not... corner of its own now right yeah it really is and i think we've i think we do one like i'm almost in the mood like if this was on mm. demand i'd be watching it next week like i'm I'm very much wanting something like this um after seeing a few kind of heavy releases but um yeah i, I definitely like you say there's a couple of movies that we've just spoken about that don't have release dates and then a couple of them are obviously right around the corner so there's got a nice variety here and these were all some pretty interesting trailers like firestarter was the one that was definitely the most forgettable and i don't know if it's just because i only watched yeah. a minute of it but it just wasn't that interesting whereas the other four like i'm i definitely think we we should do shows on i think they're all obviously we're going to do shows on dope and 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 other stuff but um yeah it was nice to see some trailers i've not just sat down and watched a bunch of trailers in a while so they were cool um but there, there is um a couple of other just quick bits of news this week um basically shudder announced a bunch of shows that are returning um so right off the bat they they kind of confirmed it for the first time that we are getting the return of creep show um, which of course is fantastic. Uh, Creep Show is officially returning for season four. Um, no date attached Crazy to it. That we're on season four already, isn't it? I know it is mad. Um, obviously, having two seasons last year helped that. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think that's 
unsurprising that they didn't put a date on it like i say considering how much they were just churning this out mm. um i love creep show i still consider it one of my favorite shows even though season three was a massive disappointment for me um season two was excellent and the specials and so mm-hmm. and even though there was still some stuff in season three i liked overall it was sadly way more closer to the quality of season one um and i just didn't want to see that regression so i hope they they take their time with this i'm more than happy for this to wait and even get it back on i mean that's the problem right is as i was saying at the time like they need to release this at halloween so it's a case yeah. of if they don't hit yeah, this, do year, you, you be a, this year or do you have a very long wait yeah and like right now i'm saying i want to wait but i'm by the time we get to that point it might be too long so it, they are in a difficult position um but it's exciting either way regardless of when it comes we're obviously going to be watching and talking about it on the show mm-hmm. um and the next up, another show, which this is a weird one because they announced this as a season two like ages ago. And then we didn't hear a peep throughout all of 2021 about it. And I wondered if they'd like quietly canceled it. Um, so it's the, the documentary series Cursed Films. Um, they obviously did series one um, mm. where like each episode is examining. And, and this is so we both watched this like way after the fact, didn't we? Um, yeah. Well, most of these episodes and both really liked it. And I, and I think it's when i first heard about it i was like i don't care about this you know don't believe in curses so this is just Mm. dumb and then when you actually realize like oh no it's just cool little documentaries about troubled film productions i'm like that's great um so it's it's a weird yeah really really hidden um so i would recommend people check it out and just avoid the silly name um because yeah season one kind of the one about the crow in particular was really good and also the one Mm -hmm. about twilight zone the movie um but there was also like i remember the yeah that one's crazy the poltergeist one's very good even though it's very sad and heartbreaking Mm -hmm. um but yeah they kind of announced season two most of them most of them are pretty sad and heartbreaking that is true (laughs) um but they, uh, yeah, so they announced the season two, like right off the bat of season one. And then we just mm. didn't hear anything last year. And then this week when they announced the creep show thing, they said season two was coming. And I was like, OK, you already said that. But they've actually now further expanded on it, which I'm glad I put it in the news because we've got a release date um, and it's very soon. So season two starts April 7th. Um, so only a couple of months away. Um, but more importantly, we actually got the five films that they're going to be covering in season two. Um, nice. And there's some really interesting picks in here. The first movie is The Wizard of Oz, um, which I'll actually come back to. I'll just go through them through first. So the next one is Rosemary's Baby. Um, then we've got this one's very interesting for the podcast. Um, the Serpent and the Rainbow, um, which, of course, is our, is our next movie up on our ranking, Wes Craven. Um, then a movie that I know almost nothing about, Stalker. Um, and then lastly, probably the one that we kind of know the most about is Cannibal Holocaust. Um, so some really interesting picks in there. Like definitely, I don't yeah. know. I don't know why those middle three are on here. So I'm excited to find out what was troubled about them. Obviously, mm. Cannibal Holocaust is like a very famous yeah. story about the guy like having to prove that it was a movie and stuff. So that kind of writes itself. And the, do you know anything about the Wizard of Oz production? Um. I think when you, I, I couldn't reel it off now, but I think when you start talking about it, I, it's in the back of my mind somewhere. Yeah, I won't go into it now because obviously we'll 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 do the like we'll talk about it when the show is. But like it is 
is the one of those classic troubled film productions and just a you hear offhand people that worked on that movie the most insane stories um so that is the one that i'm most excited for out of all of these because i'm like i mm-hmm. hope they get the good stuff because the stuff i've just heard through podcasts through news articles and through social media and stuff like there's so many wild stories about the wizard of oz i think that's what i've seen i've seen like the odd like splash card like just yeah twitter image with like two lines of text on it and stuff, <laughs> like, yeah and so it will be interesting for sure but it is funny isn't it with the serpent and the rainbow being on there because as someone That's who crazy. knows almost nothing about that movie i have no clue why it's on I, here yeah i know um, what the cover art of that that movie looks like and that that's it i mean um, we'll, we'll have probably done our show on that film by this point um mm. so it will be interesting like i kind of want to watch the movie and just talk about the movie and then we'll probably do like a different discussion about why this was a featured episode <laughs> but yeah i'm really excited for this i was already gonna check out season two but then the moment they drop these five films i i'm even more excited for it. and it's just around the corner as well um yes. but yeah like we said real that's something that i think is one of the most underrated things that shutter have done like definitely check out season one there's some really cool if you like you like you know in-depth looks at stuff like little documentaries it's really cool Mm. um but yeah that is it for the news for this week uh shall we talk about this week's film let's do it let's talk about a classic horror story So, yeah, obviously, before we uh, start chatting about this film, um, we did mention off the bat this is another foreign language movie that we're covering, which we've done a lot of this year. And I actually did a little bit of research going into this week's episode and had a quick perusal of the the previous 284 episodes (laughs) (laughs) to have a quick look. You'll do to not watch a movie. Yes, um, maybe I did this while watching the movie. Um, but uh, I hope not. You had to read the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so this could be wrong because I'm sure I could have missed some stuff. Um, but I basically was just looking at the, the films we've covered and remembering which ones were subtitled. And what's weird is I could have sworn that there was like some of these I thought were subtitled. Like, for example, um, do you remember? Oh, you will remember because I know you liked the movie Incident in a Ghostland. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that movie was subtitled and it just wasn't because really? um, obviously it's just a French movie. Um, mm. And similarly that, do you remember that crazy, literally one of the most crazy movies we've seen at Fright Fest? Was that bullet? Not either. No, they were all just speaking like English with accents. Oh, really? Yeah, that one I I would have thought was subtitled, but I also just remember it just being absolutely batshit crazy. It was crazy. Absolutely insane. Um, So, yeah, like some of these, I did have to even pull up trailers just to be like, oh, no, they weren't. So, um, yeah, these are the movies that were foreign language. I should say a couple of these are dual languages so they have a lot of either you know a foreign language and english speaking um but i would say as long as they have a lot like you know not just one or two lines basically um but obviously the first one is hardcore henry um 
mm-hmm. episode six obviously mostly oh that's kind of a weird one because obviously we have lead characters that speak english but then there's a bunch of russian characters yeah. in the movie um and yeah it's it's incredible um so that was the only foreign language movie we did in year one um year two we did two um again two movies that we absolutely love the first one being trained to busan um which is of course korean uh, for episode 37 um and then episode 47 we did raw um which is of course french and yeah two absolutely fantastic movies um continuing the trend in year three we did three foreign language movies um the first one being our first spanish movie um which i believe this was one that you liked considerably more than me um which was a movie called veronica which was also on Mm. netflix um yeah yeah, at the time yeah it was an interesting one um and then yeah also uh that year we did revenge uh which is again another french movie um absolutely fantastic movie also has the lead actress from uh, revenge is in is the lead actress in this movie that we're about to discuss as a fun little fact um and then a movie i think this is a, a one opposite of veronica where i like this one considerably more than you did um which is a net uh one we did at fright fest which then came to netflix uh the most assassinated woman in the world um which is also a french movie um did you did you like that one um not it was meh but yeah <laughs> i liked it I i've always I wanted liked, to rewatch I, it i liked the concept more than the execution i think yeah 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 i i do want to check that out again because yeah i know that only like it's, it's been on netflix the entire time since we've seen it um mm. year four we we only saw two um subtitled or yeah foreign language movies so one cut of the dead obviously one of our all-time favorites oh, yeah. um hailing from japan um and then one that was for me one of the biggest disappointments um was tigers are not afraid um oh, which yeah. is spanish because yeah, that had, had so much hype. hype and like yeah everyone at fright fest loved it. it had all these awards and i was so excited to finally watch that movie and i just to me it was just so forgettable in every way um i thought it was good but just just didn't yeah. have the hype no and especially when we talk about a lot of these like as you'll notice already loads of these movies we loved like (laughs) there's been some exceptional foreign language movies um but yeah moving on to the following year um we saw loads so this was yeah this was 2020 so this was like full lockdown year where we were trying (laughs) to find anything we could um and that's why we saw seven uh foreign language movies in 2020 um so we kind of kicked off the year with parasite um which is obviously fantastic from Korea. Uh, we also saw Why Don't You Just Die, um, which is our second Russian movie, um, which was a that lot was of fun. It was. And I did uh, see recently that that director has got a new movie coming out. Um, I saw a full Russian trailer for it the other day, and it looks it looks just like Why Don't You Just Die, like just okay. absolutely insane. I'm, I'm so down for it. I have no idea what it was called because it was all in Russian. Yep. <laughs> um, next up, again, another movie that we really liked that, that made our top 10 of the year, uh, The Platform. Uh, also on Netflix. Um, and that good. one was, yeah, it was about really that awesome. It's like really, really awesome. It. Uh, so that one is uh, Spanish uh, speaking. Um, then this next one, I had completely forgot we did this. I think this is one of the worst movies we've ever covered. Um, <laughs> and I, I forgot and I had to look it up to even be like, wait, was that subtitled? And this was in the, the haze of 2020. Um, do you remember a movie called Lake of Death? Lake of Death. No. This was a Shudder release that we that we covered. Um, that wasn't Fright right. Fest or anything. We just did a show on this. Um, it's the the language oh, is apparently. I do remember now, actually. Yeah. 
just have the, to look at the like image. Yeah, I can remember uh, almost nothing that happened in it, other than I hated it. Right. Um, I remember but it was... like, getting to the end of that movie and thinking, did I just like black out? Like. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, this is it. We, we got to 206. It was a good run. Um, yeah. But yeah, this one was apparently Norwegian and Danish. Um, mm. So that's 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 the only interesting thing about that movie is that we've covered a Norwegian and Danish film. Sweet. Um, Never again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, I love you. But yeah, that, that movie sucked. Yeah. Um, next up was a, a Fright Fest movie again, uh, The Columnist, uh, which was Dutch, oh, yeah. uh, which was pretty good. Like that one. Um, we also saw another foreign language at the same Fright Fest, our mental Fright Fest, where we saw like 10 films. Um, we saw Dark Stories, uh, which yeah, is yeah. French. And that was, I believe that was in our top 10 of the year as well. Um, so there was a couple in there uh, that oh, year. Yeah. Um, and then also we saw Peninsula, of course, the follow up to Train to Busan, also from Korea. Um, so that kind of rounded out that. And then last year, only one foreign language movie, um, which you should remember because it was uh, in our top 10 again, um, which was, of course, One Cut of the Dead in Hollywood, uh, hailing from Japan. Um, and then, yeah, obviously this year we've, we've discussed Titan, that was French, Advent Calendar, also French, Lamb, uh, which is Icelandic, um, and now a classic horror story, which is Italian. So, and a good time yeah. Well, hey? It is nice. Like we've seen a lot now. Obviously, that's twenty in total, with with six being French. And and to be honest, that doesn't surprise me in the least. Like I think going Not into this podcast, end, yeah. yeah, like if I had to say what I thought, like the the foreign language country that was putting out the best horror, I definitely would have said France. They were on such a good role, like in the in the sort of mid to late two thousands. And it's cool to see that they've continued that trend because yeah raw revenge this year titan like we have seen incredible movies hail from france um so yeah it's always good to see but yeah first time this year uh this week italy mm. so how will they fare compared to the french let's find out shall we what's we this movie see. about we will see what is this movie about well it's a, it's a classic horror story isn't it um That's basically it yeah uh yeah basically um what is it a group of five in the um let's say five let's say five 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 <laughs> to six maybe five we've got the couple the, 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 the five yeah we've got five 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 people on a it's basically um what what do they call it it's, it's called like a, a ride share yeah ride share it's basically like an uber in a camper van i had to um, pause not gonna lie like 10 minutes into the film um because i was like wait wh how do these people know each other <laughs> yeah I, I was almost there because because our lead character gets like a little app pop-up like yeah your friends are here like hmm. come, come down and then like and obviously it, it's it not looked... in english as well so it is yeah. a little bit confusing to kind of like read the text on screen yeah definitely although that bit might have been in english for me at that point because um <laughs> we we discussed how netflix does default to the dubbed version yeah and... which is awesome. And I was like, I think I got like five minutes in and I was like, hmm, hang on. I think this movie's subtitled. But then I was like, that dude is definitely not dubbed. He's speaking actual <laughs> English. And then I was like, hmm. And then I kind of paused it and was like, I'm just going to check. And then like, and then it was like, yeah, I'm watching the dub version. I was like, okay, I'm going to switch. And then it was like still quite predominantly English for those few minutes. Where yeah, that entire car yeah. conversation is bizarre because it goes on for quite a while and they're all just speaking english like there's yeah. one character who's from england who's speaking english but then a bunch of the other characters just who are english. italian yeah. just speak yeah just speak english it's very bizarre yeah so it was quite trippy when you've just switched from dubs and then you're getting a lot of english still but yeah uh, 
once we get beyond that scene, it then does does pretty much go full Italian. Um, but yeah, basically, this uh, ride share um, goes wrong. They have a they have a crash, and um, they end up kind of. I mean, I guess it's a bit bizarre how they um, they crash just literally into a tree five yards away from the road. They they all kind of come around from this crash and they're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Their camper van is or their van is in the middle of nowhere. This giant kind of field in this forest kind of you know, this clearing within a forest, and in this clearing is just their camper van and a weird, creepy looking house like straight out of midsummer. Yeah. Um and uh yeah i guess i guess from there it really is a classic horror story where shit starts to happen they they start to um have you know presence and and you know people kind of fucking with them and they you know it becomes a fight to survive and to get out of this this area that they've found themselves trapped into um Mm. you know we, we start to delve into kind of when they get into the house, we we start to kind of get into the mythology of what this film might be about and kind of where it might be going. And you start to get kind of Blair Witchy vibes and you start to get kind of a lot of kind of different horror movie vibes from this. And, and, and that's very intentional with the name of the movie and kind of when we get further on into the movie, what it's trying to achieve. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's the, the synopsis in a nutshell. Um, it's it's difficult really to um really go into this movie in great detail without the final act reveal i feel mm. i don't i don't know about you but like i think i think that kind of pivots the movie in quite a way and we're certainly not going to go into it now but i feel like our discussion might have to go that way yeah um, it's... we want to go into it too too in depth the movie's clearly geared towards that and i think that mm. i felt that very strongly watching it like the title and i don't know if you yeah. mentioned it but like the the one of the characters who's like this kind of like wannabe filmmaker um he's like yeah, very he's like meta. Blogger and, and he's kind of you know he, he's filming the people at the start kind of for, for for his blog or something like that um and then um yeah he, he is straight up referencing like horror movies and stuff as well isn't he yeah, and he's just constantly saying like, "Oh, as if I we broke down our camper in the middle of nowhere." Like it's just it's extremely meta, mm. um, and really leaning into like the tropes and the kind of conventions as you'd expect. And so it's like, okay, like I feel like they must be doing something with this um mm. because it would be weird if there's all this set up and that's just it and yeah they there is something to it. And I think that yeah, the movie um needed that because mm-hmm. prior to that moment, it it's weird because what they're trying to do works but i don't think it makes a fun film because but what they're essentially saying is like oh yeah isn't this such a hilariously generic horror setup and isn't it what you've seen in a million movies i'm like well yeah it is and then they're just kind of like uh yeah it is isn't it like that like that's yeah, it like, imagine that's if, like, the first hour woods did that yeah you know that that that's what it on paper that's what cabin in the woods is but mm. then they actually made like a absolutely banging horror movie then they did their trope on top of it well yeah and there's like there's so many different levels to that because they're constantly cutting yeah. away and stuff whereas this is purely just it's the people yeah, stuck like, in the oh, situation it's a, bit of a cheesy shit horror movie and i'm like yeah it kind of is <laughs> exactly and it and it's and it's that for an hour and so mm. i'm like okay like this is 
all fine the acting's decent like there's some okay horror in there and stuff and it's all it's all just okay it's all very yeah. lukewarm like i don't hate any of this but none of this is that interesting yeah. and like if i glance away from the screen for a few minutes i'm sure i'm not going to miss too much like it's just very and again it feels intentional and so that was what was weird when i was watching it because i was like I think you're trying to make me feel this way, but why would you want to make me feel this way? Because all you're doing is making me bored um, and also just waiting for shit to happen. And so, like, it is intentional. The movie does then, like, reveal its plan and is like, ha-ha, we got you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was good. And then, like, the the next, like, 30 minutes is better. Um, it's definitely the best part of the movie. Um, and it, it's just a weird... This is a weird one for me to kind of how i feel about it overall because like i didn't hate it but there was just something about it that was a real chore to get through mm. um and i really do think it is just because that's the premise where it's just like here's these five random ass characters that, that are just like say so random where they are just thrown together through this rideshare app and so they almost barely know each other mm. and they're not they're not really that interesting either like no. the the blo- has at least somewhat of a character going on but our, our lead i felt like i completely missed when they gave her a character um yeah, then there's just like character. they were just like oh she's pregnant yeah and, and that was kind of it and i was always waiting for that to go somewhere that just didn't happen mm-hmm. um and especially because as i mentioned before like she is recognizable you know she's the lead in revenge and she's incredible yeah. in revenge and like she steals the show as an acting performance in that mm-hmm. movie and so like when i recognized her immediately off the bat in like another foreign language movie i was like oh here we go like she's so good we've not seen her for like five years and and this is what she's in or with this role there's just like this could have been anyone it's just yeah. very generic lead female horror you know heroin where it's like oh my god terrible things are going to happen to me um and yeah like and so it is just leaning into those conventions that are just so boring and trite and it's like yeah some of the horror is decent but and some of the imagery but it, at a certain point i was like okay i get it you saw midsummer it's fucking brilliant like <laughs> do, like do you really need to steal everything from that movie at this point um the, at one point it almost was like parody levels where i was yeah. like am i watching the new scary movie at this point and they're just fully when in we, costume. when we had like the the dinner sequence yeah i was oh like God. jesus christ really guys like yeah, the, um, mi- the, the the dinner sequence mixed with like the mimicking of someone crying. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, this has just gone full midsummer at this point. Yeah, it's it's wild. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I I, I didn't I didn't hate this movie, but I mm. really didn't like it. I think it's, yeah. um, you know, I really hate myself for doing this all the time, but I can't help it. Where this movie just felt long as just just so goddamn long. And it's only an hour and a half, but there are just so many parts of it that are just unnecessarily long and take forever to get there. Um, and, you know, even when we get to like credits and then we have like a post credit scene that just keeps going, that doesn't really need to oh, be we, there. We, we need to talk about that scene at the end <laughs> We, we well. definitely do. Um, but it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just unnecessarily long where, I, where again, I feel like it was oh, okay, do a bit of a NAF horror movie for, you know, half an hour at max and then mm. and then get us to what you, the crux of your movie is. But the problem is they then only had, you know, maybe 10 minutes that they stretched out to 30, so then they stretched out the 20 minutes to an hour. 
and yeah. and and that's where the the problem lies because as soon as the, as soon as it crashes and um you've got a clear character that's acting shady as all hell you've got these clear characters that you know are just throw away and going to die and so then you're just waiting to see see what's going to going to happen and it's one of them where like yeah we we got the 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 twist the reveal whatever you want to call it where it's like okay i i I didn't one hundred percent see where it was going, but I knew that we were going to get this heel turn at some point, and like I just didn't really you know buy into um that that character and and what what that meant as well, really for the final act mm, yeah. um where I was like because there are quite a lot of people in this movie when we when we kind of pan out a bit more. And and then when we get that reveal, I'm like, so everyone else is like on board, like, and it's just just these few people, and it's like, yeah, it was very bizarre. It's hard to talk about without without going into the spoiler, which I think we probably should do soon. But yeah, for yeah. me, um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great, and and yeah, it it didn't it didn't feel like it was inspired by horror movies. It kind of felt yeah, all like close to poking fun at, didn't it? yeah i'm i'm ready to go spoilers like mm-hmm. this movie came out in july on netflix so yeah. it's been around for a long time um so yeah full spoiler alert obviously mm-hmm. we don't normally do it in this order but um, I, i'd rather do this now before we get to like full recommendations yeah. um so basically you, you mentioned the length and like and again this is why this is an issue it's like this movie is a flat 90 minute film and, it, and you can it I, it's almost laughable how like um measured it is because mm-hmm. when the credits start it's it's almost bang on 90 minutes and the twist the reveal of what's actually going on is is like bang on the one hour mark yeah so it is broken up between you have the one hour of like the fake constructed horror film and then you only have 30 minutes to peel back what's this really about who's in charge of this why are they making this snuff film all of this stuff who are these people that look like midsummer who's this woman that's in charge of it who are the mafia who are these you know there's so much to unpack and they just rush through all of it after wasting at least 40 minutes of the first hour and this is such a bad pacing problem like this should have been has your oh isn't this funny it's a generic horror setup i'll give you 20 minutes for that like 20 minutes is enough to be like okay then get to the reveal the thing is in 20 minutes it's gonna go so quick you're gonna get so many kills and so many horror sequences that it would have been genuinely exciting Mm -hmm. but the fact that you get long drawn-out sequences when the when the first guy dies and then they just leave and then we get like we get like 15 20 minutes of other characters just having conversations before we then get to the next kill scene and it's like that just that's an easy 20 minutes to get rid of because there's no character development there because the characters are completely irrelevant to the story once you get the full reveal so like that was such a mistake and then yeah like don't cram you know don't extrapolate this into an hour the final 30 minutes i think could have been really interesting if that was you know slightly longer if it was like a 20 minutes and then like maybe 50 minutes of really diving into that stuff because i was i wanted to know what was going on i was like okay like i know we've seen similar stuff to this but the idea of this big scale snuff movie where it is like this small community in charge and i want to know the reasoning behind the woman when she's talking about like taking care of the people and stuff well, like yeah. that like i want to know what's going on there well yeah because you're like is that a bit for the movie or is that mm. what they genuinely believe and then obviously like when when we see the um 
the driver who who's had the heel turn and then what turns out to be his sister kind of talking yeah. and, and like when they mention a mother and all of that stuff it's like what is what is that you know what is all of that kind of mean and and yeah that there are more you know I, I do have questions the movie did engage me enough to, to care like and want to yeah. know more but then it just doesn't give me anything no and i think the problem is it didn't know <clears throat> it didn't know the answer to any of those questions clearly mm. because the, the second it it then goes right let's begin the final act she kills him and leaves and that's yeah it. which like, is bizarre like how quick that all gets wrapped up as well I couldn't be. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was waiting for them. Like, yeah, I was waiting for the next thing to be like, okay, now the mother's going to come back and she's going to have this army of people or whatever. There's going to be like another. It it really felt like a movie that was then going to pull back a a second time. Yeah. And almost be like the ha ha. You you know, we've inceptioned you. It's a movie within a movie sort of thing. I'm actually, you know, I'm actually filming this the whole time for my snuff movie. (laughs) Yeah, just yeah, it just felt like there was another trick there to be pulled that they just couldn't be bothered to write. And so then she kills him, leaves. That's the end of the movie, which is ridiculously unsatisfying. The way like the way she just walks on the beach and everyone's filming her, and I'm sure that's supposed to have some sort of meaning, like oh, people are just going to film you. But like, yeah, ugh. But that uh, that was really turned me off the ending. We're as bad as as him. Exactly. We'd just film a person that's covered in blood, crying, that rocked up on a beach. No, yeah, no, we're all just you know, voyeurs at the end of the day. Help, like yeah, uh, you know, there would be an odd person that would put it on their phone, unfortunately, mm. but not everyone on the beach would do that. No, um, it just looks stupid. Oh God, if it does, then I've lost all faith in humanity. <laughs> no, I don't think it would, and I, I have higher hopes of Italy as a country than that. And I just, yeah. it, to me, it was just a stupid, like, oh, we want that final image of our blood. Cut, you yeah, know, our, our blood-covered actress, yeah, yeah, and then slowly getting cleansed in the ocean. Like it's cool imagery. It doesn't mean anything. It mm-hmm. like it's it has nothing behind it. And then the post-credit scene, or you yeah, know, where it's, they it's show the worth talking about the most. <laughs> they pull back to a blood flicks app, yeah. um, which is Netflix, and it's like a guy who is he's on like a chat room talking about films, mm-hmm. and they're talking about this film coming out, and it's like. Like, oh, isn't it cool that Italy's making a horror movie? But then there's people saying, oh, Italy can't make a horror movie. They're shit at it or whatever. Mm. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to watch it. So, like, he skips through it and sees, like, a couple of the scenes that we've seen, clicks the dislike button, and then the movie ends. He goes, has tea. And I'm like, that was kind of genius because what you've essentially said here is that's what I should have done. Yeah, yeah. I should have skipped through this movie, clicked the dislike button and moved on with my life. <laughs> that, was, that was when I was like, I genuinely like saw that and was like, oh, you've trolled me. Yeah. Like I fucking wasted an hour and a half on this. Whereas, whereas actually I should have only spent like 10 seconds on it. Yeah. This guy knew what was going on. Like. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I love. Kind of said, if you didn't do this, you fucked up. Yeah, I love the balls of that ending. That that ending proves to me that this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was on the fence until then. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm, that's all I have to say about this movie. I would not recommend it at all. I think there is on Netflix alone there is so much better out there, um, and and especially this year, and and especially talking about those other French movies that we've yeah. seen. Uh, or obviously, this isn't French, but like other foreign language movies. Well, I think like yeah, I mean, so this is our twentieth said didn't you yeah yeah and like this is easily bottom three yeah i was gonna say for me this is easily second worst like it's it's, i don't even want to think about i mean lake of death i can't remember anything about i'll remember this funny ending so (laughs) they had that 
um whereas mostly they've all been fantastic Ooh. like obviously we're pretty lukewarm on lamb but like most of this list that we've just gone through is just fantastic yeah, stuff like so genuinely got into the top 10 i was gonna say like most like hardcore henry was top 10 train to busan was top 10 um you know one cut of the dead was top 10 like the platform dark stories one cut of the dead in hollywood like i'd be shocked if titan isn't in our top 10 this year like you know there is so many good films here um so you know it, it, it shows that it's worth venturing out of the norm if you're someone who doesn't like subtitle movies i think this list of 20 movies shows that you yeah. absolutely should if you love horror because you can just one <laughs> no but yeah definitely not definitely not this one I, i'm assuming you agree you wouldn't recommend this film yeah i can't really recommend it um you know especially with like it being on netflix that does have you know a chunk of other better options mm. um yeah if you're gonna watch a subtitle movie on netflix then probably go platform yeah 100 percent go platform <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i wasn't um, sure if there's any of the others that we mentioned on that list but i don't think there is off the top of my head on um, netflix yeah. um so i'm not, I'm not sure where parasite is knocking around these days I was thinking, yeah, I don't know, like, because obviously yeah. Veronica was a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. Um, most hate, most assassinated woman in the world is also on Netflix. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're, I mean, they're both better than this, but yeah, like the real elite ones, I don't think are on Netflix. But yeah, yeah you can you can get hold of them either way. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was our discussion on a classic horror story. Uh, we will take a short break, and we will be right back. So yeah, that is pretty much it for another week. Um, we do actually have a new horror movie coming out next week. Holy shit! It's weird, isn't it? We've had them since what, Scream. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, the return of another iconic franchise, um, right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, returns <laughs> to its rightful place on the massive entertainment conglomerate known as Netflix. It's a match made in heaven. Blood oh see this they is where they missed up. the trick now they missed the trick <laughs> that, that would actually make way more sense <laughs> but yeah uh, i mean it's, it's like it's massacre. yeah Ooh. all jokes aside i'm looking forward to it because there hasn't been much else and i think it's it's fun that it's the return of leatherface um mm-hmm. Listen, the bar is incredibly low for Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. You know, we talk about these franchises like Hellraiser that just get shit on for decades. Leatherface is one of them. Um, The movies have been so gash for so long. Um, Well, it's one of them where, like, the the, the remake looked elite because of the the, the trash that's been around it. Yeah, and I think we, we've only covered one, um, which I think was just called Leatherface, mm. um, which was pretty rubbish from what I remember. Mm. Um, in fact, it was definitely rubbish. Um, yeah, I was going to say, it was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre that wasn't the first two. Yeah, so like, hopefully it's at least fun. Um, mm-hmm. it, it is cool that it's coming to Netflix because it will get a lot of eyeballs on it, and so that in itself is interesting so i'm sure a lot yeah. of people will be checking it out this weekend along with us so yeah I'm, I'm hoping it's good like we we need a good one like it's been <laughs> it's been a weird year like I, obviously it's still ridiculously early but like scream was really good obviously we loved nightmare alley um but then it's just and then obviously seeing titan finally and it living up it to just, the expectations. Yeah, it just feels like we grinded to a halt super quick mm. and and we've just been stuck you know we we kind of you know 
done a Wes Craven movie. We're doing Netflix movies that uh, that have been on Netflix for a while. So mm. you know, it is it's just it just feels like it's kind of grounded to a real halt. And yeah, at least this is something new. Um, yeah, I, I have I have pretty low uh, um, kind of expectation levels for it. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I just hope it. Yeah, that we just get Leatherface just tearing shit up basically you know we we don't i'm sick and tired of it being like we're gonna try and tell a different story and then leatherface is just in it a bit <laughs> you know it's it's what hellraiser has done terribly throughout the years and it's what leatherface is, it seems like what tissues massacre has been doing as well where it's just like mm. no just g- give me leatherface like i can't say i really like out of all of the horror icons leatherface looks awesome in the original and like the original text change Massacre is one of the best horror movies ever made. Mm. Um, but Leatherface as a character is just never one that I'm like, Oh, I need to see that guy more. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm ha- I want to see pinhead and I want to see what he can do. And I want like there to be good Hellraiser movies, but Leatherface, I was like, Oh yeah, he was cool. But like, I liked the, the family and I liked the, whole yeah. of the original. And, um, you know, it, he was just a cool, character within that but he's just the one that's been shot to this level yeah it's an interesting one like i put it almost in the same category as i do with the nightmare on elm street where i said it at the time that like i don't think a nightmare on elm street the movie the original gets the credit it deserves because of the franchise mm. and because of freddie like and, and as much as i love a lot of those different sequels obviously we will still talk about them yeah. um upcoming and like we got to see more freddie but i do think just the impact of that character in that one movie does become slightly watered down and, and what you said is totally true of like leatherface in the first movie is an incredible character and mm-hmm. the first movie is i think it is like this work of art where like i say every time i watch it i feel like it just you have to watch it on like a grimy videotape that you just found in someone's garage and it's like that's how that movie feels and well that movie the more it gets restored and the better versions come out the dirtier it looks yeah it is it's just a movie that is a complete time and a place of like you couldn't have made that movie other than for zero money in the 70s in texas you know like in the south of america mm-hmm. like the united states like it just it is such a time and place movie and i feel like any time they've tried to recapture that energy they've just got it completely wrong um and so that's God, why i'm always yeah i i kind of would like to as well especially because obviously this one does like is trying to tie in like they always do um but i also feel like we should keep our expectations as low as possible and watching and enjoying the original movie is not the way to go into this new film (laughs) so uh yeah maybe Maybe if this movie is an absolute train work then i'll then i'll watch the original to make me feel better (laughs) yeah we shall see next week if we've watched more than one texas chainsaw massacre <laughs> movie hopefully we've already watched one and we were very yeah, satisfied with it on netflix mm. um mm-hmm. but yeah that was it that was episode 285 uh, thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon see you later everyone I never could, how could I start that?